0: Brands on Brands. Hey, what's up, everyone? This week, we're talking about getting your podcast discovered. Check it out.
1: In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Ah. Welcome to Brands on Brands a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon
0: Berkmeyer. Hey, hey, what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way to thrive tomorrow. Appreciate you tuning in each week. If you guys are visiting for the first time or you haven't been to the website yet, Make sure you head there to brandsonbrands.com forward slash resources to grab our freebies, our checklists, all the tools and resources we have that are free to you to download. Built those for you so you can continue to build your personal brand using all the experience and not having to, to take all the time to do it yourself. Check those out. And with no further ado, let's jump into the show. Brands on Brands. All right, let's get going. So talking about getting your podcast discovered. Now, this is a hard topic for a lot of people. I know most of us want a bigger audience. We are creating this great content and we are hoping the right people can find it. The way I see it, podcasters, like a lot of other people that are out there building something from scratch, are artists. Your art just like someone would do with the paintbrush or with their voice. Your art is the content you create on your podcast. It is how you are using your voice. It's the ideas coming out of your head. It is the words you are speaking into existence. This is your art. This is your craft, right? Unfortunately, getting discovered as a podcaster is not easy. And guess what? It's not easy for anyone these days that's an artist. I'm talking music artists actors, all these other things. A lot of these industries no longer have people out there discovering you. I'm sure there are still a few that get found that way, but a a lot of artists have realized that they truly want to make it in this business. They've got to create that path themselves. And I'd give you that same advice as a podcaster is you cannot wait to be discovered. No one's coming to find you. We don't have podcast agents that are looking for the next best podcaster out there to put you on the stage in front of a billion people, right? That's not happening. So since no one's coming to discover you and discover your show, and Apple's certainly not helping, they're not putting your show as number one on their front page every week, right? That's reserved for the top 50, 100 shows out there. The rest of you, the other couple million podcasts out there that are you know, out there trying to make it, you don't have that luxury. So it's up to you. Now, what I thought I could do is give you some examples of how this is happening in other industries to help you get the right mindset to get there. Now, if you want more specific tactics... Uh, Keep following me on the show, but also if you want to work one-on-one with me or within a group of other podcasters, look out what I'm building for 2022, which I'm calling the Podcast Branding Academy. That sounds interesting to you, if building your brand beyond your podcast and getting advice and tips along the way and working with a group of other people that are also doing the same thing sounds interesting to you. Make sure to go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash PBA. That's Podcast Branding Academy's obviously abbreviation. Brandsonbrands.com forward slash PBA and join the wait list. And you'll be the first one to find out more information about when this is going live. I want to put that out for you, but that's going to give you specific tactics. Today, we're talking about higher level concepts. So, One example that I want to put out there for you is to think about music artists, right? Musicians, unfortunately, just like podcasters, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people with musical talent and getting discovered is no longer being found in a bar and having someone put your song on the radio, right? It's like not those kinds of things. New artists that are out there hustling and making it work have figured out that if they keep on trying different media channels and learning the channels they might have an opportunity to get discovered in those channels. What does that mean? It means you as an artist can't just be a creator. You also have to be someone who studies media, who studies marketing, who studies branding, because most of you aren't going to be able to afford some fancy PR agency or branding agency to help do that for you, right? You have to build that yourself. So one of your skill sets that you're going to have to develop By listening to shows like this or finding other people out there that can help, one of those skills is going to have to be branding, marketing, and understanding new media places, new media environments. Environments like the social media channels. Environments like the places where people's attention is that they spend most of their time with. So what happened in the music industry? Well, artists out there, dancers and voice music artists, Have found a way with TikTok to get discovered, right? That's the first example. TikTok was a place for people to mimic dances. Some people got really discovered for their dancing and started to move up in popularity and now have huge personal brands. Other people realized that there's these song clips that the dancers were dancing to, that if they could somehow embed themselves as one of those clips and be discovered as one of those clips that got used the most often, it gave them a chance for the rest of their music to also get attention. And you know that didn't happen by accident. That took people actively watching and studying how these tools work. And yes, they're artists, but they also have to be good at understanding the marketing and media side. So that's music, right? Now think about it, that's not unique. This also happened for video artists. There are a lot of independent, very skilled directors out there who are putting together independent films, who are putting together creative video content that weren't making it with the independent film festivals and weren't making it in the traditional way that a studio's discovering them or whatever it might be. They weren't working their way up in that way. They figured out that if they could understand a media tool like YouTube and leverage how that works in terms of building audience, they can be discovered in a different way. But what that took is them understanding and studying and experimenting and testing tools like YouTube and even tools like Instagram that are also video based, but in a shorter clip format. They had to play with these environments to build attention. And I'll say this these weren't short term viral discoveries. Not everyone blew up overnight in either of these spaces. A lot of them had to keep on putting time in, trying different things getting better and better and building audience over time. So patience is obviously a huge component of this, but it's patience while learning, right? It's patience while learning and growing with these different tools and continuing to add to your education on how these things work. Another example for you to inspire you, speaking, people who speak on stages, right? Getting a speaking gig and getting that skill of speaking developed is a task in, the, in in itself. What a lot of speakers had done is look for stages that were starting to get media coverage. Stages like the TED stage, the TED Talk stage, and even the micro version of that, which is the TEDx stage. They would give a talk, which actually is an environment for them to really practice their speech in a way that creates impact. These things were being videotaped and served up, and attention was brought to those. And if their talk just had the right cadence, the right moment. And with the right topic that was looking, people were looking for, they were then pulled out of that and highlighted in different places. And those things did get discovered, but it wasn't because they just put something out there and saw if it stuck. They had to practice and work at it and apply and get on, you know, get on these stages. And for a lot of people, this is after practicing these speeches in other places. You have to try lots of environments to figure out what's going to work for you. Some of these speakers actually ended up making it in podcasting, right? Because they had those skills. What I would say is as a podcaster, one of our disadvantages is you don't get discovered in podcasting just because you're good at podcasting, just because your podcast has good guests or you have a great voice or even that your topics are interesting. Podcasts happen to have an audience component that if you don't already have that built in, you're being buried, right? So if you don't have any other way of getting your attention for your podcast, you're not being shown to anyone. No one's helping you build audience on your podcast. That is up to you, up to you studying podcasts, but also other media channels that that podcast content can really work in. So here's another example, visual artists, right? Their natural creative space, Is on the canvas. Some of them had translated that into digital. Some people have gotten into creating digital art and have been doing that for years. It is, you know, their specialties where their art is. It's where they most naturally are inclined to create. A new environment was created in this NFT space, this blockchain and NFT space, that said we're going to take art and we're going to find a new way to create attention for it. And the non-fungible token, which is NFT, that space is huge right now. Everyone is researching the NFT space and saying, what can I do in this space to understand the marketplace, to make some money, and what's out there that is the new, new, the hot of the hot, whatever it is. And artists were able to take advantage of that and say, you know what, what if I give out the digital rights to my visual art? And sell that and take advantage of the marketplaces that were starting in this space. The people that got in and were paying attention and studying it now have another place for their art to be discovered and and have value associated with that. And my point is all of this is new. It's the wild west in some of these places. When TikTok came out, it was new. When NFTs came out and NFT marketplaces came out, it was new. You have to make sure that you are studying the marketing environments to find a way to put yourself out there. Now, what's great is some of the environments become more established and there's more information out there on how to succeed. So something like a podcast, if you are looking at the blog environment or the YouTube environment or the social media environment, you can find ways to take where you create the most naturally and push your content to these spaces to be discovered. But you have to be a student of the game. You have to study these different places one at a time to understand how they can work for you, to understand how they can help you get your content discovered one piece at a time. And no, not every episode is going to be a big hit, but it's up to you to figure out what has the most potential out of the things that you're creating and how do you continue to drive attention to at least those most highly potential attention generating items so that You give yourself a chance to get discovered and you keep working at it and you keep studying and you keep educating yourself to figure out how will marketing work for me? Those are my examples for today. I'm a huge fan of the artists. I'm a huge fan of content creators and creators in general. And I love that there are opportunities out there for marketing and creativity to come together to really put people on stage. It's an advantage. People aren't being discovered anymore by by agents, but you now, if you put in the work, Can create your own discoverability by using these tools that are out there today, but it takes a little bit of studying and understanding. So I'm glad you guys have found this podcast today. If you're listening, uh, I hope these lessons start you down the road of doing that extra research. And if nothing else, I hope you keep listening for little tidbits that might help you along the way. And again, if you don't want to do this alone, if you want to do this in community, check out what we got going on at Brands on Brands. Go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash PBA to check out the podcast Branding Academy. And it doesn't have to be someone who already has a podcast. If you are hoping to build one, we've got some courses that you can take to get you to where the rest of us are anyway. But hopefully if you've got content and you are creating it, I'm here for you and let's, let's do this together. That's all we got time for today on the show. Appreciate you guys listening as always. And I will catch you next time.
1: You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to BrandsonBrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandsonBrands.com.